Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. There's a report concentrating on the future development of Limerick City and it's being launched by Limerick Chamber and they're the body responsible for many, many businesses uh, around the Limerick region. And it talks about repopulation of the city, particularly the city centre being absolutely vital for the revitalisation of Limerick. Dr Katrina Cahill is Chief Economist with Limerick Chamber and she's on the line. Good morning to you, Katrina. Good morning, Joe. Now, people will obviously feel that this is something that they've heard a lot about uh, since the Limerick 2030 economic report was launched in 2013. And we've seen a certain amount of progress, but there's a long way to go between now and 2030 to hit the peak that we need to hit. The simple reality is, and and I'm only using this term because I, I want to put it in context, Can you persuade people in certain socioeconomic groups, so-called middle-class people, who have over the decades fled the city centre and are living in the suburbs, that it's a place to come back and live, not just work? Yeah, well, well, that's the goal, really, to be honest. I think the report very clearly outlines how we've faced issues in the past and we're currently facing issues with... um, retaining graduates um, from our higher education institutions, but also with attracting skilled uh, individuals to the region. Um, And I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head there that the city centre is really crucial um, to achieving this in the longer term. And Indicon in the report have have firmly stated that it's the repopulation of the city centre that will have the greatest impact for its future sustainable development than any other policy intervention. So that means people choosing to live, including bring up families, right in the core of Limerick City, slightly up from where we are, for example, on the Dock Road uh, and in the heart of O'Connell Street and the streets off it. And we know that very strong advocates of Georgian Limerick have made a strong case for it. But is that case appealing enough to get people to move into the city centre to live? Yeah, well, you see, this is the thing because I think COVID-19 has um, shown how fragile our city centres are because of how dependent we are right now on the presence of retail and hospitality and office workers to give the city centre vibrancy. So going forward, you know, placemaking is a big element to this. We need to ensure that the city is attractive for all age groups, in particular children, to attract families to the city centre. But really, Joe, at the heart of it is we need to provide quality, affordable residential units. And that's through incentivizing new developments, which unfortunately we haven't seen um, much of in recent years in, in terms of private development in the city centre of apartments in particular. But it's about effectively utilising the existing stock that we have available. You know, right now in the city centre, we have over 300 residential and commercial units that, that are vacant. Um, and there's opportunity here. And it's not just us that faces this issue. Like this report is, is focused on Limerick City, but the findings are applicable to all the cities because they're all facing similar challenges. 
Yeah, but also, Katrina, we know that our immigrant population coming from parts of Eastern Europe, for example, um, in their culture, renting is one thing and also apartment living. We also know that traditionally it hasn't been part of the culture here and that lots of native Limerick people are reluctant to buy or live in apartments, which is not the whole story in city centres, but certainly part of it. Yeah, of course. You know, um, I think the the high degree of one-off developments we've seen in, in rural areas and even around suburb areas um, shows that the, I suppose the Irish attitude towards this is we're, we're very attracted to our three-bed semis still. Um, and I think Europe are ahead of us with regards to um, seeing the, the positives with regards to city centre living. But at the same time, a lot of those cities international do things really well in regards to providing green space and amenities within very short walking distance um, in these European cities. And that's something that I don't think that we've been successful yet in replicating in our city centres. And I think once we get that right, then I think that the, the repopulation will follow naturally with people wanting to be close and living in the city centre. So this report commissioned by Limerick Chamber, we're talking to Dr. Katrina Cal, who's chief economist with the future development of Limerick City. Among other things, it recommends a citizen's dashboard to measure progress on key local projects. Does it endorse the direction that we're travelling at the moment, the various plans, the various reports for the city centre? Yeah, well, part of the report is a review of the Limerick 2030 Economic and Spatial Plan. So it, it pretty much gives an outline of where we're at with those projects. Um, but it's also, you know, highlighting elements of the report in 2013 that weren't as strong as we need to be. You know, there wasn't enough emphasis on the green economy and, and climate change. Um, to be honest with you, this report is very much all about emphasising the importance of accountability and transparency and citizen engagement. Um, and that's why the dashboard, you know, it's about providing economic and social data so that citizens can monitor Limerick's development because unfortunately up to now, um, I suppose, a lot of that data hasn't been easily available. Um, in the past, we don't have um, a very strong reputation for setting quantifiable targets and then following up after a report's publication with monitoring those targets being implemented. Um, so really the report is calling here for, for this to be done better going forward right. so that we can actually map how we're doing and, and work okay. towards and identify gaps and see where can stakeholders engage more. Okay, well, the President of Limerick Chamber, Donica Hurley, who runs the Absolute Hotel in Limerick, of course, is saying the commissioning of this report was driven by a sense of urgency in the business community that we must take responsibility and play a lead role in protecting the future of Limerick City. And in general, when we see rents and house prices going up, and some of that is to do with people coming back from places like Dublin because of uh, COVID, um, it just it underlines again that the work that's already being done and the whole talk of this decade being so important for Limerick could not be more up in lights than it is at the moment. Thank you very much, Dr. Katrina Cahill, Chief Economist with Limerick Chamber, for telling us about this report concentrating on the future development of Limerick City being launched today. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.